0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 16th of March. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full, or head on over to markus.today.com.au and read the disclaimer there, and sign up for a free trial of the newsletter. Okay, well, we had a much better night in the US last night. Oil got smacked. The US market saw some better than expected inflationary numbers, or slightly better than expected, and we did see a rally after three days of falls. The Dow Jones. Closed up 599 points, or 1.82%, 33,544. The NASDAQ was up 2.92%, 367 points to 12,949. And the S&P 500 was up 2.14%, in the middle for diddle, up 89 points, 4262. Fix index falling 2 points, 6.11%, back down to 30. SPY futures, with all this optimism around, were up 41 or 0.58%, 71.38. So expect to see a little bit of positivity in our market. Unfortunately, you couldn't say the same for commodities last night, although we did see some of this in Asian time zone trade yesterday. Brent crude fell 6.5%, $6.99. 99.91 99.91 US dollars a barrel. The WTI price fell 6.38%, $6.57, $96.44 US a barrel. Gold also tumbled down 0.77%, $15.40 to 1985, back below 2000. Again, that 1950 2000 trading range still very much in evidence, although we do get peaks and spikes. We uh, see it end up back in that range. Iron ore, though, had a shocker down 6.45%. $9.35, and thirty-five fifty-five. as uh, we are seeing more lockdowns in China. And that is certainly sapping the China growth story a little bit and the stimulus that China had been putting in place, cutting interest rates and uh, trying to stimulate their economy is going to be hard if uh, half the country is in lockdown again. The Aussie dollar, 71.94. Other commodities last night, an interesting night, a little bit of stability creeping in as we head towards the reopening of the nickel price on, or nickel trade rather, on the LME on Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. in London. Copper was up 0.27% nickel obviously unchanged uh, it last traded on the LME of just over $50,000 so it is going to be interesting to see what it reopens at if you look at the aluminium to nickel ratio which had been holding at, uh, a, at one level uh, the implied price given the aluminium price at the moment which was down 1% is around 25000 so half What it was, and an awful long way away from where it peaked at over a hundred thousand dollars. So it's going to be a a wild day, I suspect, on Wednesday in London on the LME for nickel, zinc down 0.1 of a percent, lead down oh, lead rather up 0.2 and tin up 1.24 percent. As a result of all this, we saw Freeport down half a percent, Alcoa up. 3. Tech down 1.4, Anglo down 0. 0.6, Glencore down 4.4, Vale down 3.1, BHP and ADRs was down 1.1, and Rio down 0. 0.4 of a percent. Arbemarle had a good night last night up 3.2 percent, so we may see a little bit of support for those lithium prices coming into play. Okay, here you can see the SP 500 kicking on doing nicely, closing very near its highs. Uh, treasuries were a little bit weaker. Ten-year yield was hovering around 2.15%, and the New York Fed Empire's state manufacturing index slumped 14.9 points to a negative 11.8 in March. Uh, economists were expecting a reading of 55 so that was a, a certainly a slowing of the economy and maybe taking some pressure of rate rises, uh, PPI data also showed that, showed that core wholesale prices, which exclude food, energy, and retail trade margins, so all the stuff that you really need, uh, rose just 0.2 of a percent, which was below expectations. So that also helping the rally last night. Of course, the big news tonight is that Jerome Powell and the jolly board from the Fed uh, will pronounce their uh, their decision on. Uh, on Wednesday afternoon around 2, 2 2.30. And we'll get that news tomorrow morning at around 5 a.m. So an early start for you if you're interested in that. Major stories last night. Stocks rally after that oil route and the Fed decision. Obviously, the most important thing. Plenty of noise and plenty of talk about Russia-Ukraine talks. And we're also seeing Joe Biden. It looks like he's heading over to Brussels to talk to NATO allies and the rest of the EU. Uh, There's certainly plenty of contradictions in the Russia talks at the moment. Uh, Ceasefire negotiations take a technical pause until Tuesday and Russian forces step up the assault on Kyiv. And Zelensky's presidential advisor says war could be over by May when Russia runs out of resources. When Russia runs out of bombs, that was the implied. Uh, As far as uh, other events go last night, Fed policy mistake fears on the rise ahead of rate liftoff. And uh, market fully pricing in seven U.S. rate hikes for 2022 at one point on Monday. The LME, with nickel coming back on Wednesday, has imposed a 15% limit on daily price moves across all metals and will require traders' positions in nickel to be reported. And we did see some uh, Chinese January, February activity data uh, pretty positive yesterday. But of course, that is before the lockdowns in Shenzhen and elsewhere. Corona cases in China, topping 5,000. Interestingly, in Germany, uh, COVID cases at the moment are around 199,000 a day. (coughs) So something to bear in mind. Although COVID has been off the front page because of the Ukraine war and inflation and the floods, etc., certainly has not gone away yet. What to expect today? Well, we have a little bit of economic news. Leading index for February out here and New Zealand fourth quarter current account. We also get Japanese industrial production for January. Caledonia Private Investment sold its stake in Charterhall Long Whale Reit. Block trade was handled by Morgan Stanley and Aud Minette, And total volumes at Auckland Airport were 1.2% lower in January this year compared to the same period last year. Ten-year yields in the U.S. back down to 2.15. Australia eased off slightly, 2.51. Germany 0.33% positive. That is in Europe, the uh, the markets there weren't quite as bullish as we saw in the U.S. The stocks 50 was down 0.1 of a percent. Footsie up 0.3 of a percent. Cac's down 0.2 and Dax down 0.1. Bank of America found that Russia's invasion of Ukraine has driven cash holdings. It's their highest level since April 2020, 5.9%. Long oil and commodities are the most crowded trade this month at 42%, with long tech a distant second at 17%. Interesting then the way that commodity and uh, oil stocks have been moving and commodities have been moving. Everyone's long and uh, tech stocks are starting to recover as everyone was short of those. And we're seeing oil and commodity stocks come under pressure. Tesla has raised its prices in China and the US for the second time in less than a week. And PM Morrison has pledged $4.3 billion for a West Australian naval shipyard upgrade and also a greater focus on support and funding for critical mineral projects including 30 million bucks for ARU uh, their Nolans project in WA there must be an election coming to be uh, out and about splashing the cash as usual and HiSata which is a hydrogen company uh, they've developed a um, electrolyzer that is... Uh, going to be far more efficient than the current one it will be uh, produce a kilo of hydrogen for under two bucks uh, which would be a massive uh, game changer they say 95% efficient as opposed to the current 75% efficiency and Aurelia Metals could be the next takeover target we're seeing elevated copper prices and that interest in CSA which IGO was interested in as well uh, that may be shifting the spotlight to AMI. So today we have that SPY futures up 41 points. We've got oil off, we've got commodities relatively steady, uh, iron ore, of course down quite heavily in gold so we will continue to see pressure on those resource stocks again today BHP and Rio but it will all be about I guess what happens on Dalian futures in terms of what BHP, Rio and Fortescue do today so we may have seen uh, some of the worst of that yesterday as we do trade off the futures real time and that uh, price move in iron ore was one we saw yesterday but the market is bifurcating at the moment we have seen the banks doing very well As we have seen bond yields increase in Australia and of course uh, that's helping insurance companies as well as is the uh, ability to pass on price rises in premiums following the floods and actually probably exclude a whole load of people from flood insurance that they previously insured and thereby increasing their margins as well if people really want to pay the high prices they will have to uh, swallow them so insurers doing a little bit better at the moment banks doing well at the moment that will probably continue we should see a bit of a pickup in industrials as well today uh, but maybe resources under a little bit of pressure still gold miners Uh, will be under that pressure as the gold price has come back towards that uh, range between 1950 and 2000 at 1985 and that iron ore price will weigh, and we will probably see Santos and Woodside ease back as well with the rest of the oil sector. So the bifurcation will continue. We may even see a tech bounce today. We did get a tech bounce in the US. We had Apple up 3%, Meta up 3%, Google up 2.6%, Microsoft up 39 Amazon up 3.9%, Tesla up 46 Netflix up 38 the US banks were doing a little bit better as well. Citigroup and JP Morgan the best up around 1.6%, 1.7%. Even Block managed an 8.7% rise. So I expect a good move today in Square. It may help the bulls in Zip and Sezzle as well. Just uh, moving on, a question of the day today, have we seen peak oil prices? Was that spike higher? The peak in oil prices or will it settle and then have another run at the summit so have we seen peak oil prices love to get your thoughts and ideas on that you can subscribe to any of the other three markets today podcast as well the market strategy podcast where we have our morning meeting your chance to be a fly on the wall of what we talk about in the morning meeting the on the desk podcast where the team in melbourne talk about all things financial and on the couch podcast where i chat to ceos and fund managers about various things in a more informal and relaxed environment. Don't forget also we've got Ask the Analyst next Friday, which is March the 25th at 5.30. Register for that session now. We'll go for about an hour, an hour and a half, taking any questions, all questions, anything you'd want to ask about any stocks. That have been preying on your mind, I will try and answer them. So uh, register now for that. There is a link on Henry's take today, and looking forward to meeting some of our Sydney members tonight at the uh, the Oaks at 6:30. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening, and have a great session.